Hey, welcome to TBT's podcast. I'm Dan Friel, and I have with me, as always, Maury Hirsch-Gordon. Maury, how you doing? Dan, doing great. NBA playoffs in full swing, so, you know, never a bad, never a bad time to watch good yep. basketball. In only two months until they crown a champion, so it's the quickest tournament in the world. Josh Brown, <laughs> uh, how are you doing? Not bad, Dan. My Speaking of it, my Celtics are in an 0-2 hole, so I'm a little bit, I'm a noodle today, but getting, getting over it. Well, 0-2 is nothing. We were down 0-3 in 2004. Boston Red Sox came back and won the whole thing, so don't despair. Uh, we've got a great podcast there. Uh, Maury, you've got an interview with uh, Derek Byers of Memorial Magic Vanderbilt alum, huh? Yeah, Dan. Derek has some TBT experience with Kings of the South, but you know, chose to opt to uh, play with his Vanderbilt alumni team, trying to unite that Nashville, Tennessee community. Derek's got some NBA experience, you know, most notably with the San Antonio Spurs. He's been a journeyman around the world as well, outside of the NBA. So just talked a lot about his basketball career, you know, his experience going from team to team all the time and how that will pay off going into this summer to play with a whole new bunch of guys that he hasn't played with, you know, in quite some time. And he's really excited. He thinks the Memorial Magic, you know, can make some, can make some noise in that really tough South region. All right, that's going to be a great interview. And remember, we have great interviews all the time on the TBT podcast. We've had, I think, close to 70 episodes now, guys. It seems incredible that we're at that that high of a number. But a lot of episodes out there. Remember to subscribe to TBT's podcast on iTunes. Share it with your friends. Let everybody know that you are on the, in the know about TBT. And we'd love to have as many people subscribing and listening as possible. There's always going to have great information about TBT and everything that we're doing. All right, let's get to that interview with Derek Byers now. And uh, we'll come back after that and have some updates from around the world. Now joining the TBT podcast, Derek Byers, a Vanderbilt grad, graduated in 2007 and playing with a Memorial Magic squad that is made up of Vanderbilt alumni. The GM is Lance Goldborn. Derek, thanks a lot for hopping on the podcast and giving us a few minutes of your time. No problem. Thanks a lot for having me. Derek, the game of basketball has brought you, you know, to many different countries around the world. Um, you know, many different tournaments, many different teams. You know, in college ball, you were really successful, making it to the Sweet 16, almost the Elite Eight. You know, for the fan that hasn't seen you, can you kind of give us a little bit of background about your career so far? Well, you know, I've been playing professionally for 10 years now. Like you said, I graduated in 2007. Um, my teams were pretty successful, as you just spoke on, and uh, myself, I had some individual success as well. Uh, I was SEC Player of the Year in 2007. And so, um, drafted by Philadelphia 76ers and, you know, just kind of bounced in and out of the league. Uh, I was able to manage uh, two official seasons in the NBA with Chicago Bulls and San Antonio Spurs. And, you know, pretty much, like you said, you know, been all around, you know, saw uh, four different stints in the D League, uh, spent a lot of time internationally as well. So, you know, the game of basketball is taking me all over. You spent this last year in France. You finished up in the NBA D League. You know, can you run us through this past year? You know how you, how you played in France and and your time in the NBA D League. Yeah, well, um, I split time between both. I was in France. I played for a team called Eastern Clermont. Um, you know, the time that I was there, we were actually pretty successful. Um, you know, I. I had some success of my own. We had some Americans out there, Dustin Ware uh, from out of University of Georgia, and Jared Cole, who went to University of Iowa. Um, you know, we, we, we were playing pretty well. I think we were in the playoff contention at the time, and for whatever reason, things just didn't work with the management. So 
uh, I had to leave that situation and I finished up uh, here in March, just a few weeks with uh, the Delaware 87. Uh, France is loaded with TBT guys, specifically Mar- Marcellus Somerville from Always a Brave and, and, and the run that they made last year. He, he made quite the name for himself until TBT. So for the rest of the spring, is it just kind of planning, you know, working out, getting ready for the mem- Memorial Magic in TBT? Yeah, I mean, I have a few things uh, planned. Um, you mentioned uh, Marcellus. By the way, I just want to speak on him. He and I played against each other for years now. He may have been a name that was new to a lot of people that was watching TBT, but he's been getting it done for years overseas, uh, you know, so I've been seeing him have a lot of success, but uh, going back to me, yeah, just going to prepare. I do a lot of training throughout the season, um, you know, as a lot of professional guys are, are familiar with, I'm sure a lot of guys are looking into some of the leagues that are still going on. Um, you know, the European season is still going on right now, but a lot of outside leagues are picking up as well, uh, Asia, Latin America, things like that. So uh, for me, I'll just be training and waiting for the next opportunity. Like it's been mentioned, you've played you know, in a lot of different places. You've, you've had some experience in the TBT. Can you speak a little bit about TBT and the, experience that, the experiences that you've had and, and how TBT is different than you know, most other tournaments across the world? Yeah, I mean, the first time I ever heard about it was actually uh, the year of its inception. And it was kind of like, is this a gimmick? You know, I think uh, the prize was maybe a half million or something like that. But I think I think a lot of guys had to see it happen first. And once you saw the success of it, I think the word got out more and more. And, you know, for anybody to be able to play in it, you know, as long as they're 18 and over and not in the NBA, I mean, that just it opens it up to a lot of people who can play in it. I think that's the first thing that's intriguing about it, and obviously uh, the prize that you can win at the end if you win. So I just think, you know, the inclusion behind it as far as anybody can enter, uh, as long as they, provided they get the right amount of votes and things like that, um, it's a very exciting model that I'm glad that uh, those guys came up with. Now that you're back with some of you know some of your teammates and guys from Vanderbilt, what do you hope to get out of TBT 2017? Uh, you know, like I told those guys, you know, if I play, I want to play to win. You know, I don't want to. There's no consolation prize if you don't win. So, <laughs> uh, you know, from a tangible point of uh, point of view, you know, I think we want to win the whole thing, obviously. But also, you know, the camaraderie. Uh, I put it in my verification video, like I'm here to link back up with some of my boys and um, it'll be fun just to get out there and play together again. We're a little older now, but, you know, everybody's still playing at a high level. So um, the camaraderie for sure, it'll just be exciting to get back around those guys. You are a Memphis native, uh, finished up your college ball at Vanderbilt. Derek, how have you seen the community around the Commodores, you know, come together and mesh together? Uh, behind this team to get to, to get you guys, you know, on your feet and you know have well over 600 votes thus far in the in the process. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm really not surprised considering it's our fans uh, that have really shown an unbelievable amount of support. That's how they were when I was in school as well, and you know, even after that, they've always rallied around their teams, and um, you know, it's you can argue that Vanderbilt is becoming like a basketball 
school. I mean, obviously the baseball team won a national championship and has had a lot of success, but we've had a lot of success with basketball as well, and, and guys have went on to do well outside of uh, Vanderbilt, and we got some guys in the pros and NBA and things like that. So the fans obviously have been a huge help for us. Lance and I, we spoke pretty early so that we can get the word out and that they will be prepared to vote uh, on April 1st. And like you said, they've, they've been incredible with uh, going on 700 votes right now. I think we're second in the South. So, so far, so good. We're doing well. Let's dive a little bit deeper now into the Memorial Magic. Lance Schoolborn, like I said, will be a general manager. He's also you know, going to serve as a small forward. He's had some experience in TBT. You've had some experience in TBT. But you know, what should fans expect out of Memorial Magic? Uh, well, right now, the way the roster is shaping up, you know, we, we think it's an athletic kind of tournament. You know, it's a lot of running, a lot of athleticism. Uh, so I think initially you'll see a lot of long, rangy, athletic players on our team. Uh, we got some shooting as well, obviously. Vanderbilt's always been known for their shooting. So, you know, we got some guys. Uh, another thing I wanted to focus on with our team is some versatility. We got a lot of guys that can play multiple positions. You mentioned Lance. I mean, he can play three through the five and pretty much guard four positions. So, um, we got a lot of guys that can play multiple positions. And, um, you know, right now, it'll just be about cohesion, making sure we get together and that we have a feel for playing with one another. Because, you know, a lot of these teams just put players out there and everybody's skilled, but, you know, it comes down to chemistry as well. I think we saw that with some of the teams last year with Colorado and Bradley, some of their alumni teams. So we're looking to pick up, you know, on the success of those teams had as well. Derek, can you describe a little bit about your role and what you think you'll, you know, the, the role that you will play this upcoming summer? Uh, well, looking at the roster, I think I'll be the oldest guy on the team as of now, but, you know, obviously my veteran presence and things like that, but, you know, still got some game in me, and uh, I'll be looking to just do what I've done pretty much my entire basketball career, which is, you know, make players better on the court, uh, my outside shooting, obviously, and you know, just, just just providing whatever I can, whether it be toughness and um, just making everybody better on the court. Um, so that's what I'll be bringing to the team, uh, along with my versatility and ability to just mix it up out there. Talking to Derek Byers of Memorial Magic, a Vanderbilt alumni team. Derek, the team is looking to play in the South region. And when you look at the South region, you see a lot of alumni teams, you know, some teams, you know, with guys from Ole Miss, Marshall Henderson, you see a team that's based, you know, a Kentucky, a Kentucky team, you know, there's other teams from the SEC that you have a lot of familiarity with, your team has a lot of familiarity yeah. with. How exciting is it for you and the rest of your team to kind of renew some of those old SEC rivalries? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned a name like Marshall Henderson, who a lot of guys know. He actually came after me in the SEC, so... I mean, it's not a rivalry standpoint there for us, but, you know, Kentucky, all these teams, I'm sure they have some guys who either I play with or some guys on my team they play with. So some familiar faces for sure. If you didn't play against them, you saw them on TV. And, you know, it's very competitive. Everybody's out there, you know, is out there for a reason. So me personally, I think the South region has always been, if not the toughest bracket, I think it's been one of the toughest brackets uh, along with the East. 
uh, everybody really, but uh, it certainly is not percent of talent with all those alumni teams that they have in that, in that region. For sure, I think most notably in the South region, you know, the South region has been home to, you know, the, the back-to-back defending champion overseas elite. I'm sure you guys have them circled on your calendar, much like most of the teams in TBT do. John J. Jefferson was on our podcast last week. He told Josh Brown he thinks this team is unbeatable. I will quote him right here. John J. Jefferson said, "I think, I think it's impossible to beat our team." We have a bunch of guys that we are going to get out there. We're going to punch you in the mouth. And if you hit us, we're going to come back with a roundhouse. End quote. Derek, so what's, what, what, is, what is your answer to the overseas elite big man? Hey, man, they're the, they're the back-to-back defending champs, so they got the right to say that right now. Just like Cleveland Cavaliers can talk all the mess they want to talk right now because they won the last NBA title. Golden State can't say it because they, they didn't win last year, so. I mean, he has the right to say that right now until somebody else knocks them off the throne. Uh, we don't do a whole lot of talking. We're just going to try to back it up out there on the court. So, uh, John Dre can say whatever he wants to say. So, as a, you know, we're just going to do what we want to do. Based on your experiences in TBT, how does a team go about defending overseas elite and then beating them? Overseas elite? Uh, you know, we don't have... Actually, we don't have anybody circled on our calendar who we need to beat or whatever because, honestly, we may not run into them. You never know. So we don't have, you know, just to not to not to pick on them or anything like that, but I think Memphis had the number one seed last year. and They didn't really make it that far. They're alumni team. So there's no way to say, oh, we're going to play this team in the second round or third round. You do that, you're going to lose the game that's in front of you. So we just have to focus on if we get in the tournament, if we get in by vote, because that, that's the first challenge, getting in. So once we get in, um, you know, we just have to focus on who's in front of us. Can't look down the line because, you know, there were a lot of upsets last year too. So you do that and you're not ready to play who's in front of you. Uh, you may not get what you came for. Derek Byers, thank you for giving us a little bit of your time today on the TBT Podcast. Fans, you can check out Derek Byers and vote for his team, the Memorial Magic, made up of Vanderbilt alumni. You can vote for them at the at thetournament.com right now. They are well over 600 votes, approaching 700 votes, second in the South region. We wish Memorial Magic the best of luck this upcoming summer. All right, great stuff from Derek Byers. Really interesting guy, Maury. Yeah, Dan, really interesting guy. Uh, I love the part when I asked him about Chandre Jefferson. Uh, you know, he told Josh last week in, in the podcast, you know, he thinks that they're unbeatable. And, you know, Derek Byers thinks that the speed and the athleticism that the Memorial Magic are putting together can really give overseas a lead to run for their money if they do meet in that South region. And they've crossed paths before. They have to have, huh? Chandre and Derek. I'm sure they have. You know, most of these guys in TBT have, you know, played against one another, whether it be in high school, college, AAU, professional. You know, the basketball world is so intertwined. It's so connected. So, you know, I'm sure they, they already have scouting reports for John Dre and for overseas elite. This Vanderbilt alumni team, uh, Josh, has really kind of taken to the whole process a lot quicker than I would have expected. It seemed like they must have had a really great plan coming into this, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with TBT. They seem like the kind of team where – 
you know, this wasn't a thing when we opened up on April 1. This was something in the works in, um, in you know, December, January, February. Because, again, um, they're one of the teams where they kind of have their roster filling out. They have uh, the fan vote component. They have the social media component. So they're kind of doing everything right. If you want to kind of a model how to start a TBT team, Vanderbilt's been doing it. Yeah, really a credit to, you know, people that, the people that are organizing. I know Lance uh, Goldburn has done a lot of it from overseas. Uh, but obviously the people that are stateside are doing a awesome job with it too. So really exciting to see that team uh, progress. And I know, Josh, you've got some updates on uh, TBT, uh, people that are on this website already and stuff uh, related to that, right? Yeah, just some TBT kind of updates with the teams going on. Um, first one, speaking of alumni teams, the Hilton Magic Legends, the Iowa State alumni team. So uh, they've been atop the fan rankings for pretty much you know since April 1, the day that we launched. Um, really doing a good job racking in the fans and doing, um, again, just recruiting, social media, doing it all well. Well, they finally added their first player to the roster in Yampabu uh, Peo, or Pe- Pelo, excuse me, yeah. uh, n- known by the nickname Boo Boo in college. Um, so he's their first edition of the roster. Really good resume on him. He won the 2016 D-League championship with the Sioux Falls Sky Force. He's still actually over there right now, averaging nearly uh, 17 a game, five rebounds, five assists per game. So a good addition to that squad. I was kind of wondering when they were going to start adding some guys in, but it looks like they're going to begin filling the roster out really quick to go around, uh, to go along with a lot of the fan votes that they have and really doing a good job there. There's a lot of uh, movement, a lot of movement under the water in that team. <laughs> it's not yeah, it's not you know, for lack of options that they don't have players on there yet. It's uh it's a desire I think from what I can tell to be really specific about who they get, which is an awesome problem to have. You know, like they've really got a choice of like 35, you know, 40 guys that they could potentially have in that roster. That's a problem you usually hear after a TBT team makes a run, uh, not in their first you know appearance in TBT. So good for them, you know. Um, it's certainly a good start to the roster. And uh, it, I actually wrote about them on the website a couple of days ago. Their GM's doing a great, or their booster is doing a great job on social media recruiting people. So uh, good stuff all around from the Hilton Magic Legends. One of our newest teams, Dan, the Stickmen. Uh, the Mike Rappaport slash Everline Drive led team has added, added Donald Sloan. That's a name that, if you're an NBA fan, you certainly know. The Texas A&M grad uh, has played for Atlanta, Indiana, and the Brooklyn Nets most recently, where he was a major contributor on those NBA teams. He actually went over to China this year um, to, to play over there, but he has major NBA experience. And Dan, you can already kind of feel the Rappaport influence on that team, bringing in a, a guy in like that. And, uh, you know, again, Everline, they really do a good job recruiting fans and now with Rappaport behind it I think they're going to fill out a really good team in the weeks to come yeah David Nurse and uh, Matt Mitchell linked up and I think it's going to be a deadly combo I mean between the guys that they've been able to pull for Everline just even last year and then David Nurse is one of the preeminent shooting instructors and personal trainer coaches for uh, basketball players like pro guys from around the world like that's going to be a great great team to watch so interesting to see what develops with them too they actually had Alex Kirk, too, who was a very good center in TBT. I believe the Liberty Ballers he played for um, and really just kind of athletic center. So good additions all around for the stick men. Definitely watch them. Uh, a team did. I'm not going to say that I had any influence on it, but if you do read the TBT power rankings, I said one of the only questions left for the Marquette alumni team was if Wesley Matthews would come back. Well, less than 24 hours later, he is back as coaching the Golden Eagles alumni. I think 
one, you know, I, we have a bunch of very good coaches in TBT. I think he's certainly the top tier. He's as good as you get. He was really engaged with that Golden Eagles alumni team. Uh, he went to training camp with them, trained with them before, and he's back coaching this year. So another great addition for that uh, Marquette alumni team. No question. And really lends credibility to the whole operation that they're doing. And not only that, but he, I thought he was a great coach last year. Yeah, I mean, I, we've talked about it before, I think, but he actually had to leave, I believe, to go to a wedding, and he had to miss a game, and he was, like, heartbroken that he was going to miss one of their games. He really kind of embraced TBT, so going to be fun to watch him again. Uh, how about the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs, another fun TBT team? They've really done a good job filling out their roster. Uh, you know, the, the thing you, if as a team you want to do is uh, bring back the guys who, you know, helped you play well with Jackson, Tennessee, Tennessee did and improve. And that's what they've done. They brought guys in who are going to make them a better team. Willie Kemp, who played for Memphis and for actually the Bluff City Blues a year ago, he's joining the team. Darius Johnson from Eastern Kentucky. And now Kendall Anthony, alum of your school, Dan Richmond, the all-time leading three-point shooter in Richmond. He made 273s in his career, finished fourth all-time in scoring at Richmond with 1,909 points. So three big additions for the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs. And Dan, as you mentioned, they might have uh, some more coming in the pipeline as well. So really good to see Darius DeBerry and company kind of fill out that roster and improve on the already really talented roster they had a year ago. Yeah, he told me yesterday that it's $2 million, boss. You got to come. <laughs> you got to come with everything you have. I mean, that's they are really le- reloading. And there's a player that um, isn't quite on their roster yet that if he's on there, man, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how they they don't advance to the uh, Super Sixteen this year. I mean, they were basically a a game winning uh, bucket away from winning last year, uh, getting to the Super Sixteen. So really impressive to see what they've been able to pull off in year two. Yeah, d- definitely. And uh, Darius is one of the better personalities we have in TBT. Very good guy. Uh, lastly, something just kind of I thought an interesting note um, was with Team Twenty Three. Uh, Zach Andrews back with Team 23. I know a little bit of speculation. You know, will he go play with Ole's and Brave? Will he stay with Team 23? So, uh, Team 23, the 2015 semi finalists, filling out a really good roster once again. They've had a little bit of turnover the past couple of years, but Davin White um, and Zach Andrews, along with some of the newcomers, really filling out a nice roster. So, big news for Team 23, keeping the Bradley alum instead of going to play, uh, you know, with his former college teammates. Little note about Davin White, too. You know, his team in uh, the ACB in Spain is actually hosting the Final Four for the Champions Basketball League. Um, I think it actually might even be this weekend, uh, but it's coming up soon. Uh, but in any event, Davin's like in the, in the midst of an unbelievable run with that team. His team over in Spain yeah. has been great, and obviously, you know, making the Final Four of that Champions Basketball League is pretty big time. So it'll be interesting to see if that carries over to TBT this summer as well. He's one of the interesting guys where you you see a lot overseas. People jump from team year to year. He's really found a home uh, over there in Spain. So good for him. Um, and Dan, I, I actually I put together a TBT Final Four. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. What, what do you mean? I like my if I if TBT was played today, who I think would be in the Final Four? Oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> what do you got? I've, I've been doing it every day just because it, it gets me to look at the team, see what they're doing. So uh, in the Northeast, I have the Untouchables coming out. In the South, I have uh, Marshall Henderson and Ole Hottie Toddy. Although when Overseas Elite puts that team together, things might change a little bit there. Uh, in the Midwest, I have the Golden Eagles alumni, and in the West End, I have Team Challenge ALS. Uh, could have some good interviews coming out with them on the podcast soon. And my champion as of today is that Marquette alumni team, the Golden Eagles alumni. 
Interesting. Interesting. Well, we'll see if that comes true. Josh, if you, if you can predict who's going to win uh, TPT or who's even going to make the Final Four, then you ought to really go to Vegas. Well, <laughs> because that, <laughs> well, this is like, the, honestly, this is just impossible to predict. And I've said this a million yeah. times because people always talk to me about the seating and, you know, a team shouldn't be a 12 or they shouldn't be a 15 or whatever. And I think the difference between what's happening in TPT, especially last year, and I know it's going to continue this year, and like the NCAA tournament is that the difference between a 16 and a 1 in TBT is a almost it's like very very narrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just very rare that there's like there's a big gap in quality. So what happens is like it's just is, I think makes it that much more unpredictable. You know, it's like really really a challenge to figure out what's going to happen once this um once the the ball is the ball is tipped as they say. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw it last year when Jackson, Tennessee beat uh, that Kentucky, the Bluegrass Boys, the Kentucky alumni team. And uh, yeah, seating's really tough because, again, these international players, they all, again, cross, uh, you know, like Maury mentioned, they're all playing against each other. They're all playing on the same level. They're all really high caliber. So it makes for, you know, I, I think a lot of times in the NCAA tournament, people don't really bother to watch the 15, or well, the 15s have gotten some upsets, but the 16 won games. But here, you know, anyone can beat anyone. So it certainly makes every game uh, notable and interesting. And no bad teams play in TBT. So everyone has a chance at winning. Everyone has a chance at getting to the Final Four. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Maury, what have you got? Yeah, my updates about players this week around the world are on teams in TBT that you know we're hoping to have interviews in the coming weeks. So just to give you guys a preview, I'm going to talk to Mike Brown, the GM of the Tampa Bulls. So that interview should be appearing in the next week or so. He's the GM of the Tampa Bulls, the South Florida alumni team. And we have two updates from players around the world. Torlin Fitzpatrick, my first one. A lot of people will remember him. Uh, he played for Pedro's Posse last year in Juan Bernal. Got all the way to the Sweet 16. Scored double figures in three games in TBT last year for them. Opting to play for his alumni team. He's a 6'8", 250-pound forward uh, who's playing in Greece this year in the top league. He's playing for AGOR. He is the top on his team in scoring at about 13 points a game. Top on his team in rebounding. He's shooting the ball 52% from the floor. He's top 10 in the league in scoring rebounding blocks. Torlin Fitzpatrick having... A very, very good season. Uh, his team, Dan, won six out of their last nine to finish at 500 and grab one of the final playoff spots in Fitzpatrick and his team uh, tonight uh, on Thursday, April 20th. They start in the playoffs. They play Colossos, the team who they split in the split with in the regular season. So once Fitzpatrick ends his playoff ends his playoff run with AGOR. Uh, he'll be getting ready for TBT and the Tampa Bulls. He will also be teaming up with Hugh Robertson. Hugh Robertson uh, graduated from South Florida in 2012. He's playing in Germany in the second division for the Köln Rem Stars. He's averaging nearly 20 points per game in the last week of the season. And his team won both of those games in which Robertson had nearly 20 points per game. Unfortunately, though, a couple days ago, his team did fall in the first round of the playoffs to the number one seed. But nonetheless... A great year for Robertson, scoring about 15 points a game, shooting the ball over 50% from the floor, grabbed six rebounds a night and about three assists per game. So two players, Dan, uh, who the Tampa Bulls feel you know, that, that they have great all-around players and can make some noise in the South region. Uh, we also, like Josh said, he should be having an interview with a very, very big booster uh, from Team Challenge ALS. Their point guard, Jerry Smith from Louisville, you know, had a tremendous season in Turkey. He averaged 
21 points a game, five rebounds a game, five assists a game. He was, you know, a triple double watch every single night for Samson Spore DSI in Turkey this year. Jerry Smith, once again, the point guard for Team Challenge ALS. And then another team that's always intriguing, you know, they showed up in Josh's power rankings, Gale Nation. Stephen Burt, the second leading scorer in Gale's history, uh, played half of, the, half of the season in Greece's top league for the Apollon practice. He's coming off of 27 points, eight rebounds, and six assists uh, for them. And then just last week, he signed with the team in Lebanon uh, to play in their playoffs. And in his first game, Dan scored 20 points. Uh, and his team uh, is pronounced Sagas uh, in Lebanon. Uh, so they had a quarterfinal win. Stephen Burt playing really well. And he will appear in TBT this summer for Gale Nation. Awesome. Those are great updates. I love I love hearing about where all these guys are and where they're playing. Like, I never would have thought Lebanon is such a destination but for basketball. But honestly, like there's a lot of really high-quality basketball being played there. Yeah, like Derek Byers, and now like Stephen Burt, these guys. You know, it, it's always, it's always, there's always a bunch of turnover with these teams. So you know, when they drop off one team, whether you know they lose in the playoffs or things don't work out, they always seem to find another place to play. And it's really a tribute to these guys that can come in and make an immediate impact. All right, that's great. All right, let's do a quick reminder. The voting is happening right now on the tournament.com. You can go to the tournament.com, click on teams, and see the full listing of teams that are. Uh, asking for your votes they don't get in unless you vote for them so as a fan remember that you have an opportunity to choose who you want to see play in tbt this summer remember that you can also win money as a fan the more people that you recruit to join you on tbt the more chances you're going to have and the more points you're going to have and an opportunity to actually win money when your team wins so remember that that's an opportunity for you there as well as a fan for anyone thinking about joining tbt the application period runs all the way through june 1st remember that you got to have your players up there you got to have your votes going and you got to be able to qualify so uh really a great opportunity josh you've been through that ringer you know what that vote process is like right it's it's the best and the worst two months of your life, Dan. Uh, just plugged in twenty four seven, trying to get votes, but it's so worth it at the end. Uh, once you you know you're in TBT, so it's a ringer, but definitely worth it. So uh, I know these teams appreciate you getting out and vote. So make sure you do that. All right. So remember that you can have an opportunity to, like I said, either participate in TBT, vote in TBT, but either way, you want to be a part of TBT. Uh, you can follow us on social media. We're at the tournament on Twitter. Facebook.com backslash the tournament, the dot tournament on Instagram. On Viber, we're the tournament, which is, as everyone that listens to TBT's podcast knows, is Josh's favorite uh, social media application. On it right now, Dan. Yeah, it's great. It's just like, it's so dynamic. Anyways, uh, Viber's at the tournament as well. Um, remember that if you are listening to this uh, podcast on iTunes, hit that subscribe button. If you're not listening on iTunes, think about hitting that subscribe button when you go to iTunes the next time. But either way, be sure to share the TBT podcast with all your friends and family so that they can know as much about TBT as you do. I appreciate the time, guys. We'll touch base again next week. Thank you. Sounds good, Dan. 